Hi, everyone. You're listening to the Hopewell Oxfam Banquet podcast entitled Oxymoron with your hosts, Jackie, Meredith, and Harkiran. At the end of this podcast, we will be talking about an amazing Oxfam event that will be held at the Hopewell Cafeteria this March. So please stay tuned. All right, so first we're going to talk about um, one family's story about how Oxfam actually helped them survive. Um, I thought that it would be great if we could talk about something really relevant in America today, which is the crisis that's going on in Central America right now. There's a lot of people uh, seeking asylum, and one of these people was from a Guatemalan town named Tucan Umin. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yep, yep. I speak so much Spanish, guys. It's just, <laughs> it's great. Really, really good. Um, and from this little town in Guatemala, there are over 160 migrants and asylum seekers that are just trying to survive every day by trying to get to America. Um, and who, one of these people's names is, oh God, <laughs> this Spanish is really not not helping me guys um hold on all right one of these 160 asylum and seekers from um guatemala is a young boy named alex and his family his father was killed by the ms-13 gang when he was six years old and he already lost one of his siblings on the way to america because they're um seeking asylum and they have little to no resources whatsoever Oxfam has jumped in and tried to help their Alex and his family the best that they can um, Oxfam coordinators um, in Guatemala and Mexico have given the family inflatable mattresses food for children for food for the children and the families um, drinks other water purifiers so that on their way to oh, safety they can purify any water that they come across and they've also provided them with hot meals while in the shelter and vitamins for their long trip ahead. Hopefully this story will help you help you inspire be inspired, help you be inspired to donate to Oxfam in the future and can you can now see what great good Oxfam does for humanity. So Oxfam is a global organization that wants to end the injustice of poverty and hunger worldwide. So basically their vision is a just world without poverty and hunger, but their mission is to create lasting solutions to end poverty, hunger, and social injustice. So their work falls into four main categories, and the first one is saving lives. So they assist poor communities when disaster strikes, but also work to ensure greater local resilience and the capacity of local responders and governments to deliver disaster response. Wow, that's really cool. Yeah. Um, their second one is programs to overcome poverty and injustice. Uh, so they invest in programs to help people assert their rights so that they can improve their lives. And I think it's more for the long run. So it's not just, okay, this is the first disaster, let's, um, fix it. But then in the future, if something does happen, they'll know how to be okay and safe. Right. Sustainable. Yeah. It has to be sustainable. Um, their third category is campaigning for social justice. So they work to change laws and practices that keep people trapped in poverty. So basically, if there was something that says the tax is this high, they could work to change it so that people who are poor can afford different things. Um, and their fourth category is public education. 
So they work to change the way people think about poverty and its causes. I think a lot of people have their own mindset about what poverty is and what it causes and the causes of poverty. So I think they do a good job with explaining that it's not just, okay, you're poor because you have no money. It goes way beyond that. Um, So Oxfam has over 70 years of experiences and works in more than 90 countries worldwide. And each year they reach tens of millions of people directly. So speaking of all the amazing things that Oxfam does, one of the things that they do is um, this type of gift giving exchange where you can get a gift for somebody. Like let's say it's a pair of goats. You spend $50 to buy a pair of goats for some family overseas. And then you get a card in the mail that says, hey, I bought goats in your name. So it's a really cool experience. What a present. (laughs) What a gift. What a gift. So um, we are going to do a little bit of debate on what is the uh, coolest gift, but also the best gift for that could help communities. So first, we're going to be debating a pair of goats. And who will be debating that is? Meredith. And then a pair of sheep will be debated by Harkaren. Okay, so starting debate off, um, who would like to give their opening statements first? Well, I'm going to talk about my little kids. (laughs) 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 Yeah. So um, goats are really great because obviously they're goats, but also many herders like need cattle, but cows use a lot of water and have to eat a lot of grass because they're giant animals um but goats don't need as much water and food as uh, a cow or any other larger farm animal would and they also are very like hardy and like mm-hmm. can survive because like they're stubborn little creatures um they also can produce like offspring and milk for the family to drink and to continue on their herd with. Right. I think that's really good because, like, it'll give them, like, food and a way uh, means of living. But you have to remember that sheep, their, like, fleece can allow poor families to create their own income. So they could have money and, like, through their money, they could have more things other than just food. And their wool is used to make local textiles. So, Well, I think goats are still better. <laughs> I think sheeps are cuter. Oh, there was no need. All right, I'm gonna break up this tie here, and uh, I'm gonna side with um, I'm gonna side with the goats because huh. goats are goats are cute and uh, they're they're hardy little creatures. They are hardy little creatures. You know, I just feel like spiritually connected to them somehow. The so. little bleeding noises, like the yeah. yeah. Very cute. That's the sound I make when I'm dying inside. <laughs> All right, so moving on. So uh, two other animals that you can purchase, honeybees or a pig. So Meredith, would you like to start off with honeybees or Harkiran? Uh, like I'm going to do honeybees because they're adorable. Also, they're really just, like, great. Like, getting a beehive would be so cool to me. Like, just, like, mm-hmm. going out in the field and, like, dancing with my bees. <laughs> but... <laughs> <laughs> but also like honey produces like bees produce honey which is also like a really great um way to make money for a family right so that they could buy other stuff like buy other food or school books or other like essentials like med kits or something like mm-hmm. that so it makes the money and they're cute little bees so, so. P- 
pigs make money too. They can be the source of income, and they also do double duty as household garbage disposal. <laughs> That's <laughs> disgusting. Um, but I think it guarantees a steady output of uh, stinky stuff. <laughs> um, <laughs> <The> um, stinky. <laughs> and makes, but makes it does make a excellent fertilizer for crops. Well. Would you rather have an army of like terrifying bees that are under your command or stinky, stupid pigs? pigs That's the real question. Pigs are really cute when they're little. Yeah, but they're not little for that long. Then they turn into these giant creatures. So on this one, I'm going to have to side with Harkirian. Maybe maybe I have to side with Harkirian because I have two pet botbelly pigs myself. Bias. Well, I also am a beekeeper, so I got a little bit of both. Mm, mm-hmm. But but yeah, siding with the pigs on this one. All right. So moving on to our last debate. Um, this one's not as fun with the animals, but it is still very important. So one of the things you can purchase is a water purifier. And for the same cost, you could also purchase emergency, an emergency kit for one family. So. All right. So a water purifier is, you know super great because everybody needs water to survive and in a place where you don't have clean water out of your tap like most Americans do getting a water purifier would be great because you know you don't want to get dehydrated and die that would really suck but you know if you don't have water then nothing else is really necessary because you're not going to be able to live that long um so an emergency kit would also be helpful because you get soap, toothbrushes, toothpaste, sleeping mats, mosquito nets, and like so much more. Um, and I think this kit would help parents and kids stay healthy in the long run. So I would have to side with that, but I do understand when you say water is important because it is going to help you survive. Well, if you don't have water, you're not going to need soap. Because <laughs> you, <true. laughs> you can't be using that. All right, that is a good point. So going to side with water purifier uh, that's on what this I thought. one. <laughs> All righty, so that is the end conclusion of our debate. So the amazing opportunity that is available for Hopewell students is the Hunger Banquet, banquet which will be yep. held in the Hopewell Cafeteria on Thursday, March 7th uh, from 6 to 7.30. And um, most likely it'll finish before 7.30. But, you know, that's kind of giving us a little bit of leeway time. So the fee is only $5 and you get a meal out of it. So it's really cool. And forms to sign up for it will be found in the vice principal's office. You can get the form, fill it out, put in your $5, and then turn it into Ms. Valcarcel. Uh, But what's really great about this banquet and our global public service class that we are in we had a hunger banquet. Gotta uh, love Mr. Sherwin. Yeah, it was a wonderful, wonderful experience. Really broadened our perspectives. Very cool. I don't want to spill too much about what the hunger banquet is exactly, but I will just say that you're going to get a meal for $5, and you're going to get to hang out with your peeps in your grade. Maybe we'll invite some teachers to join us. It's going to be a really fun time. There may or may not be Chick-fil-A, pizza. Yeah, and I mean... You're in high school, so you got to get some pizza and some free food if yeah, you can. Yeah, that's just called being a teenager. Yeah, yeah. I mean, two slices of pizza cost more than five bucks. So. so so, come and join us for this event. And also, again, our Instagram is hvchs underscore Oxfam. You guys better be there. Thank you for listening to the Hope All Oxfam Banquet Podcast. Please remember to attend our banquet, which will be held on March 7th at 6 p.m. in the cafeteria. 
Also, follow us on Instagram at hbchs underscore Oxfam. Hi, everyone. 